new and exciting. Turn it on. Turn it up. Hey folks, you want to know more about what goes on at Grit and Grace? Go on over to gritandgracetv.com. Click on that resources tab where you can find all the valuable resources that we have to offer. You can also catch up with us on social media. Join us and we would love to hear your feedback on what you think of the shows. So go on over to gritandgracetv.com. We're waiting to talk to you. What's up, Mile High Radio? CJ here. Back with me, as always, is Lynn Burnett. And today we continue part two of the Six Human Needs series on Grit and Grace. Thank you for joining us. So how's your day been? How have you been doing today? (laughs) Good. (laughs) Good day. It was a good day. A lot of piddly stuff. I had to go get an ultrasound on my leg. I've got this weird lump on my leg. And it, I don't oh. like it. I don't, it's almost like as if I developed a muscle. Like it's sort of like that if you rub the side of my thigh. Like there's mm-hmm. like a, like a, but if you like kind of, but you don't feel anything there. It's really weird. But anyway, that's a stupid thing. But good day. It was a good day. A lot of piddly ass stuff. But you know, some days are like that. Is it a baby? Is it a baby on the side of her leg? Wow. But no, because I just had like all my insides removed about a month ago. So no baby there. No babies. Well, I guess if you could develop a a baby anywhere, it would probably be in the side of your leg because it's not going (laughs) to be anywhere else. But anyhow. Ah, Sadie. Thanks for joining. And Dave. Yes. Gut scoopage. Oh, that's a nice vision. Thank you. Wow. Yes. Awesome. So, are we ready? We. I. I I'm ready. Spent, I. I kind of spent a little bit of time writing again. Um, you know, I. I do that sometimes. I get my color crayons out and I just start making these pictures that look like letters, and I can read it. Uh, other people not so much, but I can read it pretty well. So I'm just gonna go ahead and. Read my my chicken scratch coloring over here, okay? Okay, you do Charles. It. Yeah, it's it's not a cyst. I hope. Yeah, we we pretty sure it's it's gonna be it's gonna go away soon. So six human needs, part two. So we hope start part two of our. Yes, I hope you took the test. And if you haven't took the test yet, you can always go to gritandgracetv.com and you can take the test there. But We start part two of the six human needs on Grit and Grace TV with a quote from the book, The Art of Uncertainty by Dennis Merritt Jones. When we look at people who have done or are doing great things in the world, it's obvious that they have one way or another accessed the seed potential of greatness from within and brought it to the surface. Over the course of the next hour, Lynn and I will, I said it right, Lynn and I will explore along with you the second human need on the list, uncertainty or variety. We will discuss how understanding this need and how it falls in the priority of our day-to-day lives that can help us to be creative and enjoying those little surprises that seem to pop up 
from time to time. Join us and be part of tonight's show by sharing your thoughts. Please do. Please comment below. Let us know what you think. Please be part of the show because you are very important. So what do you think, Lynn? Let's, how about we get I'm just, I'm reading the comments. I think it's great. Didn't do the homework. <laughs> <laughs> you can go to our website and, and it's there forever, but we just like to add a little extra to it. So no worries. Yeah, yeah. We won't <laughs> fail you. Yeah. Never. Never. That was great. That was great. So. Okay, yeah, so just brush it off like it, like it didn't, no, whatever. Okay, so let's get going. <laughs> <laughs> Uncertainty, variety. Um, last night we covered certainty. People just, you know, I, I see people that will be stuck, paralyzed, unless everything is absolutely mapped out, everything's organized, they don't do anything. These people tend to isolate themselves a lot. Um, you know, I used to be that way, which is really weird. Back in my 20s, I didn't like routine. The routine changed. It, like, freaked me out. They're not dead people, Dave. But now we're talking about uncertainty and variety. And now I've totally switched over to that. Like, I thrive on that. I want something different. I want spontaneity. I want variety. I think that, and that's where we can learn things is in variety. New experiences come to you. You're always doing those new experiences. Oh my God! It's, it's, going through this today, it was it was freaky. It was scary reading this. It, it was like they took a page out of my biography and said, "We're gonna just put this up there and the, be a human need." Study CJ. They're studying. Oh yeah, it was it was nuts. You know, it's and the funny thing about this is is. I never saw this as a human need so much as just a personality trait. You know, something about the, the way I like to do things. We discussed last night with certainty how I did like routines and going to the gym and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. Uh, or creating uh, routines when I go to the gym and things like that. You got that look on your face like... Uh, you, Weird noise. Uh, it was like a train was going by all of a sudden. And I don't have oh. zippers. So that it wasn't yeah. me tonight. Oh, that might be me moving around today. My fault. My bad. Yeah, it's you. Anyways. Anyways. So anyways, like I was saying, I, I pretty much said yesterday, I am not anything like the certainty person and this, that, and the other. I don't like to do the... Um, the same thing. I don't... Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm getting these private messages from a gentleman who was just watching the show, knowing that I am live on a show right now, and I appreciate that he's excited about getting me on his show to interview me. But unfortunately, <laughs> now's I am not, not the time, buddy. You. I am not going to answer you while I'm actually doing a live show. So please yeah. be patient. I will talk to you after the show. And don't pay if you remember. Him said, you know, I would get to it. I just won't do it right now. I, I, I can't. I chill. <laughs> Maybe I should just uh, jump over on the computer and uh, multitask with them. How's that sound? No. Anyways, um, so like I said, I don't like certainty. I, I, I'm not a certainty type of person, but when I was reading through uncertainty and variety, it was like they were just hitting everything. Uh, starting with the beliefs, your, your personal beliefs. 
And uh, but you know, it's not a trait. It's it is actually a need because that's how you grow, right? That's how you're going to grow and expand because that is our purpose here, right? To be the best we can be, to 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 grow. So without variety, if you never leave your home and you never do anything new, you're gonna die. You're gonna die. You have to grow. It's grow or die, basically. So it is actually a need. You do need some variety. So sure. But I love how, yeah, you messaged me and said, Oh my God, this is freaking me out. You know, you have to have different experiences and challenges. You have to and with that comes different emotions that you go through. You're going to experience joy and excitement and, and happiness and sadness. And if you never experience anything new, then you never don't experience love and you don't go through all those things, right? So it's intellectual, it's physical, it's emotional. And you absolutely need that. It's your emotional well-being needs variety. Now, how much you need definitely depends. I mean, I don't want my whole life to be an unknown, chaotic, whirlwind of you know just chaos and i don't i don't know what's going to happen from one day to the next like you know cue the george michael <laughs> so yeah absolutely you need that so how does the belief serve you you relate to this variety i'm surprised it's not your top <laughs> need oops that, but the, see, the funny thing is, is it wasn't my top. I'm going to let the cat out of the bag on that one. This it's was not, not my your top, top need. No, it's no. not. But it it, it almost should ones. be in some ways. Uh, the other ones I think are better. But this one here definitely is, it did rank high. So I will tell you that much. So, you know, it, it serves you because you do have many interests. You, you're you always upbeat. You think the best of people. Um, and I fall into that all the time. I, I, I'm that person that I believe that everybody is inherently good. And it just, it takes time for them to weed themselves out for me. And it, and I give them a lot, a lot of room. I, I give them. Oh, a you lot and me both. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> so. And the other the other aspect of how this serves you is you interact with people really well. You're you're able to make friends extremely quickly, and you're able to hold conversations with people from all walks of life. And that's that's the you know the main things that that serve you with uncertainty is you're just more of a free spirit. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you don't get bored. I think because you can always find something new. You can always, or or if it's too much, then you can get bored too easily. Absolutely. I I've never been bored with too much of a good thing. Um, but uh, yeah, there you're absolutely right though. That's There's times is. where, yeah, there, but there are times. You everybody gets bored from time to time. Everybody goes through that moment yeah. where, if if they're in a situation where um, maybe maybe you've been doing the same thing for a long period of time, it's you know eventually it's got to end, and typically it's about the time where you start running out of steam with it, and you just kind of like ah, what, I'm just tired of it. That's about the time that uh, it, it it's you're bored with it, you're done with it. 
have to read this. Many major success stories start with, I never meant to do this, or I never thought I'd do this, or I had nothing to lose. This is another see more comment. And an opportunity came along because I was in a place where I hadn't been before. Absolutely. And I think this is, this is the need that's going to rank high. Well, this and two others uh, that I won't mention, but um, I think this is one that definitely will rank high with entrepreneurs that, because you don't know what's going to happen when you start your own business. And, it, and that is what's going to definitely help fuel you because you have to, you're telling my ears, what are you doing? Sounds like the cookie monster is like, <laughs> am I the only one that's hearing this sound? You just did something and it was weird. I can barely hear you now. You screwed with oh, your sound. I, I, I tried to fix my mic. <laughs> oh, don't do that. Okay, it was I'll good the way it, it was. I'll, don't screw with I'll it. Leave it alone. <laughs> um, Mama, slap my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need this definitely. I think this needs to be trait. I think this would be fascinating if you haven't taken the test. Go, go take the test and find out if this is. There's Cookie Monster again. It's the most bizarre thing. But for some people who this is ranks really high and is super important, those people too can get super super bored. Nothing is enough, like the adrenaline junkies. They're always trying to find that next high and something different, something new, and they can become bored. Oh, now we got loose wires. That's good. And they can become bored. So principles, if this is really high, high, and it's actually getting in the way, you've lost some principles. The principles you lose sight of is to have balance in your life, and you do need to have some balance, and that's why we usually say with these six human needs, you have two. Two main needs you operate from. The way you move through life, the way you talk, the decisions you make, the choices you make in your life. Ah, way to go, Ashley. Took the test. So you got to have balance where the priority is stability and some responsibility because, again, you can't just beat like all, all of one of these because the other needs are going to suffer. So you need to have that balance in your life. Um, you know, especially when it comes to relationships, those people who tend to have uncertainty, well, no, not this one and another need, if they're really, really high, it could be really tough for their partners. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Dave, go. So it's necessary to really focus on subjects and tasks that aren't particularly interesting uh, to get rewards to try and find another way to get a reward that isn't like feeding that that high, high need. Because we want to balance things out, right? Because it's not healthy, really, if that's if you're always searching for that variety, because you will get bored and you'll find the people around you are boring and you'll never be satisfied. So it's really to meet this need but in another way. It's a little bit more balanced. So you can't lose sight of that. So what are some of the consequences of losing sight then? Well, the consequences, people will feel they can't count on you because maybe you're running here and there and you're, you know, you're, you're, those people that uh, sort of see what's coming along that's better. I think we kind of all know somebody like that. They don't really commit because they want to wait and see if there's something better that comes along. 
They won't don't I've, fully commit. You're like that. I've been I've been guilty of that myself. In fact, I have I, think I have done that one point or another. I've even done that within the last year where I was just gung ho on a project, and then I just lost passion for it. I I lost the the concept of what the what this project was all about, and it just for me. I, I guess here's here's the problem that I see when I when I come into something like this with a focus issue. If something is too far out in advance, and so say you plan something for six months away or a year away. Uh, for let's use podcast movement for example. If someone told me today that next year I was going to be speaking at podcast movement 2018. I'd be excited about it. I'd be just stoked and jazzed up about that today. I would be excited about it probably a month from now. But getting three months down the road, I'm going to start losing that excitement. I'm going to start losing that passion, and I'm going to start looking for other things to do in between time. And chances are those other things to do are going to take precedence over that engagement in two thousand later on in 2018. So I don't think that's that the is, same. That's not the same. It, it's very much the same because I think it's I think it's the same. In my opinion, I think it's the same because I do that a lot. Oh, oh, okay. Do you? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh CJ? yeah. If if you push something too far out in front of me, I will be excited about it. I will do everything I can to get to a certain point, and then when I get to that point, I just start losing interest because I'm bored with it and I go somewhere else. I think that's a little bit different, though. It is a little bit different. I get what you mean, but um, that's a different character thing. I think this is much more the flighty, fly-by-night, never commit, you know, got to be free. And you're not like that. You commit to stuff. Like, you commit to stuff. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't totally know yeah. you know you, but... But in I've seen the you moment, commit I to stuff and follow through. I mean, you show up to our shows, so you know there is some commitment there for sure. But if it's people feel like they can never count on you because you don't ever commit, you're you don't show any kind of responsibility. This is that's more the trait from somebody who thrives that has variety and uncertainty as a high high need in their life. Now. Um, you might be involved in too many things. These people can be too overcommitted, too stressed out because they are trying to cram all that in. There's that fear of not having enough variety. That's that's a, a consequence of losing sight of of the variety principle of having this. These are the people who just up and walk out of jobs without thinking of consequences. Mm, no, no, because they don't think doing so. that like every other day. This is a little I've bit more. That. This is, yeah, I've done that too. I worked in a yeah, shoe store. This, that was the shittiest job ever. Yeah, just not happy with it. Just I like, mm. and there I am in a shoe store. What the heck? <laughs> what were you thinking? <laughs> I was young. I was a teenager. Um. These people are really careless about everything. So up and walking out of a job, um, it's a bit more than that. These people are really careless with a lot of things. When they lose sight of getting the need met of 
in a positive way because we will, and we tend to get our needs met in negative ways, just like kids, right? They'll be bad and they get, but they get your attention and they don't care. They're getting your attention. They don't care that you're yelling at them, that you're like telling them to go in the corner or, you know, smacking their butt or they don't care. They're getting that attention. And we as adults do the same thing. So, but, so it's to be conscious. If you feel like people make crack jokes that they can't rely on you and, oh, yeah, so-and-so, yeah, you're going to show up or I'm not going to ask so-and-so to help me because, you know, they'll have some reason or that's more what I'm talking about. I think, you know, you can change your mind. You, if you, you do have a crappy job, you can get up and leave. And I think it's much more of um, a whole, not just the odd thing, not the odd act that they do. So, uh, you know, you're trusting, you're optimistic, um, you know, it, which makes it easy for people to take advantage of you. Um, you know, studying, memorizing, sitting, sitting still is difficult for people that have this as a top, top need because they're just, they feel like they can't sit still. They don't want to be the boring people, right? And it could be a challenge in a career. So yeah, they may leave jobs often or get fired or, you know, you, and you can be really unfocused. So those are the downfalls. If you feel that if you're thinking, oh shit, that's kind of me, then it may be time to find another way to meet that need for variety and uncertainty, a way that's positive, which is absolutely possible. <laughs> So how about we talk about some of the characteristics of these people, uh, you know, with, with like the focus, uh, the energy, the health, and the, what they should avoid, things like that. How about we dive into that and kind of focus on that for a little bit? Because I know, like I said, when I was going through this, I thought they were writing about me. This was like writing out my biography, and it was really kind of eerie, and it was kind of scary at the same time. Because after reading some of the negative aspects of this, I was like, wow, gosh, is that really how people perceive me? Is that really how I'm showing up? And uh, you, it's it's kind of like when you sit and watch Napoleon Dynamite and you feel a little bit weird about watching it <laughs> because uh, you can identify with one of the characters, whether it's, you know, wh whichever character it is, you can identify with one of the characters in that movie and you feel a little awkward about it. That's the way I felt reading through this today. It is a little bit awkward. So, But see, that just shows how we're more alike than we are different. Because <laughs> we, you know, we all have to have these needs met. So we can, we can relate to all of these six human needs. And, you know, I can relate a little bit to last night we covered certainty. I can relate to this one. This one rates higher <laughs> for me because I do crave variety and uncertainty and if it's going to be the same shit every day I don't want it so things to focus on you know the focus of these people is excitement and change it's on new it's on interesting challenging um it's, you're always thinking about the next thing to do the next thing to do all the time so the problem with that is you're never in the moment you're never, you're never appreciating what, what is happening right now. And, and then time just flies and it's gone. And you, you haven't had a chance to 
capture those things that happen in those moments. So that's where the focus goes for people that have this as a high need. And whenever we talk about this, this is like, that's your top need. So if you're just joining us and we're covering the six human needs, we have a test on our website. You can go take the online test for yourself. It's gritandgracetv.com. Click on show resources. Look for six human needs test. You can take the test and find out. And, uh, and that's what we're covering in these shows. So energy, you know, energetic. So that's me. Like I am energetic. I can go, go, go. And like if I have to take a nap, it's because I don't know, I got four hours sleep like three, four or five days in a row. Like I can go, I get bugged, like take the batteries out of your ass. Cause I can go, go, go. And like, and I don't get the people who go to bed at nine o'clock at night. Like I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. Like I saw someone posted on Facebook the other day something about, they just said, I don't get people who go to bed at this time. And it was like nine o'clock and someone said, well, when you're 43, you'll understand. I'm like, what? I commented and I go, I'm 48 and I still don't understand. <laughs> like, go to bed at nine o'clock at night. And I but have a house again, and I have a kid. The people that don't understand the people that get up at or go to bed at nine o'clock are the, they're the same people though, that don't understand why people get up at, four o'clock in the morning and go to the gym yeah, that's or, just crazy. or go running or <laughs> right. Exactly. So it's, you know, it's, it goes both ways. There's a lot of people that will give you that, that explanation that, Hey, I'd like to wake up at 4am in the morning and get out there and start my day with could. a good workout. And then there's those other people. Oh, go I ahead. Could. I totally could. I could get up at four and I could go till one, two o'clock in the morning. Energy is oh, not a problem. Absolutely. I just don't want to get up that early. Like, who wants to get up that early? <laughs> Especially people that go running. Like, you're running at four in the morning and it's raining? None of them have smiles on their faces. Do you notice this? They are yeah, not I do. happy about it. They don't have I, smiles pe on their faces. People that run in general, I don't ever see really smiling. They always have that kind of look on their face. Anyways, but uh, anyways, yeah. go back to energy. You know, it's... <laughs> That <laughs> that energy does help, though, in, in understanding that you're this this way or this is one of your priorities. Being able to leverage that energy, being able to get stuff done, you know, waking up. Say, even if you're waking up at seven o'clock in the morning, and and going till one, two o'clock in the morning, it, knowing that you're going to have that sustainable energy, it's very easy to really accomplish the tasks that you need to have done. All right, Dave, thank you for going and taking that, brother. <laughs> we got him curious. <laughs> I want to know what your top two needs are. I know you barely can sleep. Yeah, energy, energetic. Um, but you need to focus your energy, absolutely. For some people, that's tough. You've been very good at it, getting ready for our shows with doing this. You've been very focused. I'm telling you, I took the test. I know where I'm supposed to be putting my energy now. So we're good to go. Um, and now, going into health, and, you know, you'll see, see people like this. And they and do like to stay fit. They do like to stay fit because being fit helps provide them or sustain that energy. And so one thing kind of feeds the other. And like to be involved in all sorts of activities. At one time, I was playing you know, men's league ice hockey, and then in the summertime going right into softball. So it's 
when I when I saw that, I was like, oh yeah, softball, golf, hockey, uh, motocross, you know, you name it. It, it was always always doing something, you know, always trying to be active. Oh, and then throw in the gym and things like that. And it was like, yeah, okay, I get it. You need to be healthy so you can have the energy to be able to be focused. So one thing, yeah, it's it, it's it should almost be reversed. It should almost go health, energy, focus, not focus, energy, health. But, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I didn't write the PDF up, so... <laughs> I'm wondering, I'm wondering people who love that scary shit, which I don't understand, what, if they have similar top needs, because that is excitement, and, but it's not, mm-hmm. because Dave doesn't have uncertainty as a top need there. I wonder what the third wow. one is. Um, so for health, you know, you stay fit in order to be involved in all activities. Yeah. I mean, if you've got the energy, definitely depends on what you want to do. You know, uh, these people avoid habits at all costs, hate routine. Um, You know, they don't like to be involved in relationships that restrict them from new challenges. Yeah, you know, this will tend to be a high need as a teen. This, your needs will change. Contribution is third. That's interesting. Hmm. Um... You know, when you're young, this is going to be more because, you know, your needs are going to change. They're not going to stay the same all the time. You can change them or they will naturally change on their own as your life changes, priorities change, all of those things. So if you look at, if you don't like your top needs, which we have to have them all met anyway, you just function highly with your top two needs, then, you know, but they do change. They do change. You know, and I wouldn't be surprised if, if you took the test six months from now if they've changed already um, or even if six things weeks have changed in your life. Yeah. I you know, remember the first the, time I was out for a run. I felt like such an athlete. <laughs> Contribution, growth. Oh, what else? Contribution, growth, uh, See her again. See, now, isn't that interesting? Don't you think, CJ, watching this, because you and I know what our top two needs are. Yeah, exactly. We know these people, contribution and growth and love. Hope it doesn't change. Well, it doesn't (laughs) have to change, Ashley. It it doesn't. If you get those, if you're balanced and your needs get met in a positive way, then they they don't need to, right? You have the same top three. Well, that doesn't surprise me, though. And you'll see as we go through it. So you're going to have to join us every freaking show. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and Janet, you know, feeling like an athlete. I don't feel like an athlete until the next day. And that's not because. Right, exactly. And it's not because of the hangover. It's because I overexerted something that I probably shouldn't have overexerted. But. uh, (laughs) The worst is when you um, sit on the toilet and the backs of your legs hurt. When well, you, you should down. be watching. You should be watching Netflix on the toilet. That's that's. You never, never bring a uh, an iPad or a, or a phone into the bathroom with you. That's just horrible. Horrible. So and that's so that's one of the things you should avoid. Is uh, <laughs> sound dirty? What? <laughs> oh God. Hey. Anyway, everybody brings their on. phone into the bathroom. So I don't bring my phone into the bathroom. Like I don't. 
<laughs> so we talked about avoiding uh, the light. <laughs> so avoiding. <laughs> oh, thanks a lot, Dave. Appreciate you, man. <laughs> so we avoid a life of habits and routines. I don't like to be involved in relationships that restrict me. And, you know, you're absolutely right. Um, I already how did many that times? One. I know you did. That I was trying to talk to about get back as on well. track. Right, trying to you know reset. Um, so, uh, in avoiding boredom, um, you know, we talked a little bit earlier about avoiding boredom, and uh, well, we all know what a routine is. They suck unless you absolutely need it in your life. But uh, apparently, you know, guys and women, everybody who is you know looks for these varieties and all that kind of stuff, routines suck. So some of the strengths, <laughs> you crying. crying, Dave, you got her to cry, you get, you got her to tear up, so oh tear count one to Dave, um, <laughs> so, <laughs> tear count one to Dave at the Hollow Nine Network, thanks for showing up, brother, um, strengths, enthusiasm, independence, fun to be around, yes. You know that's that is uh, that's a huge strength, and and a lot of people you you'll see a lot of people in sales with with this as one of their top human needs because in in those that's that those are also personality traits that really are strong in in salespeople you know easy to talk to fun to be around able to converse with anybody you know those types of things um, and uh, yeah they're natural they're leaders. You, you'll hear people call them natural-born leaders because they have the ability just to take control of a situation and show people how to do things. And yes. And yes, they're huge. playful, they're, they're optimistic, you know, yeah, definitely. Great strengths, great strengths. So, you know, it's all, all in the balance, right? They have a certain communication style, too. You want to... Uh, <laughs> Take it away. What do you? I'll do it. Dude. No, I was just looking at Dave's uh, comment. He's like, "Dude, <laughs> you're welcome." I always love throwing a little shout out to the Hollow Nine guys and ladies. So, um, anyhow, yeah, communications. We like to talk, take, talk about different projects. You know, here's what I found though: if you talk about different projects too often. People will start to believe that you can't settle on one thing. This was a huge topic or, or a huge mm -hmm. problem in my marriage at one point. I love to tell my wife about the different projects that were going on, and she didn't like to hear about them. So it actually became a point of an argument for us. She's like, just pick something and freaking stick to it. That was one of her big complaints about mm. our early on relationships. Now that she understands me a little better, it's no longer a problem. But, it, you know, those, that's the way we communicate. That's one of the things that we use. We don't necessarily, you know, want to talk about ourselves so much, but we want to talk about the things we're excited about doing or, or the things that we're excited about having going on. <laughs> so I wonder if these people are like doms. I wonder if that's a high need variety. 
what's that? Dominance? Dominatrix. That's taking the show in a whole different direction. Holy crap. <laughs> well, that just popped into my head, right? I just think uh-huh. about different kinds of people. So that's when you, because it's how you communicate to those people too, right? If you understand their needs, then you can communicate with them a certain way. <laughs> so it's just understanding the different people and, and what they do. So communication. <laughs> so the people that communicate, <laughs> the, the words they use often are fear, uh, instability, change, chaos. These are words that you'll hear them use often. Entertainment, suspense, like all those heightened words, right? Exertion, surprise. <laughs> conflict, crisis. (laughs) This is the communication style of people that have this as a high need. Stress, they get stressed when they don't have time, right? But this is because they're filling up their calendar and they're doing things all the time, all the time. They have to keep doing things. Uh, So they get stressed out. Routine, but then the routine stresses them out. So... You're walking the fine line. <laughs> You're getting sidetracked. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was looking back and forth a little bit. <laughs> Reading it. Um, so, so, yeah, uh, the, the routine life stresses people. Now, I don't know. I, I think knowing knowing how stress enters your life, if this is the type of, pers- uh, or type of need that is high on the priority list, knowing how stress enters into your life, it, it's absolutely vital to understand this. This one here is probably one of the my favorite ones to, to point out. And that's mainly because, you know, when when stress starts going up, all those other things, the energy, the health, the everything else starts coming back down. Um, you yeah. stop being able to, to communicate. You stop being able to, you know, really progress. And... So to be able to understand where stress can peak itself into your head or into your life, that's that's key to be able to recognizing those triggers ahead of time to be able to take action against them to to start eliminating uh, eliminating them. Um, you know that's uh, so yeah, it's stresses can be, but then again, stress can also be a good thing. <laughs> well, it can low levels of low levels of stress, but see, we stress isn't just this one thing. We we all right. stress for different reasons, and and it comes from different places. For these people, it's when they're told to follow this routine, do things this way, anything that's going to be their fear, you know, anything that seems monotonous, um, they can get they can get stressed about it. Um, they get, they, you know, they'll get defensive about it. If people trying to inhibit what they're doing and their need for adventure and hold them back. And that's where, you know, and that's where you'll start seeing their defensiveness coming up too, is, is when, when people start, what are you doing? Am I not? No, I'm reading Dave's comments. Sorry. No, no, not what you're saying. I'm reading Dave's comments. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay, I thought you were like, hey, whatever. <laughs> so, 
So they get defensive when someone yeah. attempts to impose their routines uh, or schedules or restrict our social lives and things like that. Um, so you see that a lot in people. You see that a lot in people. In fact, yeah, and uh, I, I think that's one of the, I mean, I think this one here pops out more regularly. Um as one of the human needs, because I mean, this defense mechanism, you kind of you see it a lot, especially in couples that maybe are younger couples, and maybe yeah. he wants to go out and have drinks with his buddies, and she doesn't necessarily want him to go out because whatever the reason, maybe they don't have the money to spend or whatever the reason is. Yeah, that defense you'll see you'll see him jump right into that defense mechanism. He'll start getting upset because you're limiting his ability to go out and hang out with his buddies. And yeah. So this is one of those yeah, exactly. I think that can pop up at different times through whenever. This tends to be more of a bit of a chaotic life. If you know somebody yeah. that their life seems a little chaotic, it's this. They're always trying to. They're running after the adventure and running away from certainty. So again, it's the balance, right? These people want, to, these are the people that are going to do like jump out of a plane and, you know, off-roading and they're, they're the thrill seekers. They're always looking to be thrilled and excited and, but they are happy. They're, they have energy. They're happy. They're the fun people. They come up with the ideas. They're like, you know, they're the ones that are like, let's go skinny dipping. Let's, you know, let's, <laughs> It's funny Whatever. how you went from skinny dipping to, you know, from, you know, <laughs> hey, this is a daredevil, but, yeah, he wants to go skinny dipping. Um, yeah, they like to well, feel exhilarating. They love feeling exciting. Yeah. And yeah. they adventurous and just be full of joy and all these kind of things. They love the happy times. They're good time people. And most good of the time, time, if you put – if you have some of these good time people in your group with you, you always know who the person is who's the party animal. That, hey, we want to have a great party. Who do we enjoy? Or who, let's go get Dave to join us. He's always a good partier. Yeah, sorry, Dave, I had to use your name. Anyways, <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's the kind of things that come out because they are that fun to be around, happy-go-lucky person. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd rather exactly. surround myself with five of them rather than ten people that are just always just whatever. You know. Violers. I hate the Eeyore types. Eeyore types irritate Eeyore. the shit out of me. Certainties, in other words. <laughs> Those are the Eeyores. The uncertainties yes. are like your Bugs Bunnies and your Daffy Ducks. But you want to know that you can count on people too, though, right? Yeah, like if, absolutely. If, if it's somebody, this is their top need, their life is a little chaotic and you don't feel that you can count them. They're fun, but, you know, they're, they're, they're for certain things. You also want to have the people that you know that you can count on, like when shit hits the fan or you got to move or you're having a bad day or, I don't know, something that you can count on these people. These are probably not the people but you don't want to generalize either, right? But still, it's well, all if, about growth if, and balance. If I was going to hire a team and I needed a project leader, someone who could come up with ideas, this is the person I would hire. But if I wanted oh, someone, yeah. yeah, if I wanted someone to be able to 
finish the ideas and stay on task, though, that's when I would pair the uncertainty type of person up with the certainty type of person because together those two people could probably conquer the world. Or kill each other. Or kill each other. <laughs> well, I mean, they started to think of you know, because, <laughs> yeah, they'll probably kill each other. <laughs> I didn't think uh, that was that funny. <laughs> it, was, it was actually funny because I'm looking at this and I'm like, I'm the uncertainty person and my wife is a certain person. And the fact that she hasn't, I haven't woke up with her with a claw hammer over my head a few times, <laughs> that is absolutely impressive to her ability to maintain her control. So, mm. so growth in balance is, so now we know where the uncertain type of that, the, the, the need for uncertainty is, you know, one of the top priorities in our, in our lives. How do we leverage that for growth and balance? Yeah, because it's not necessarily a bad thing, but you know, it's to have that, that need met in a, in a positive way, but that also is good for other people as well, right? So the goal. The goal is to be able to have roots, to have some stability, to have some permanent relationships. You want, you know, you want to be able to be there for people, right? That's what makes a difference, having these relationships. But you still want to be able to have that variety, that excitement, some of that adventure in your life. Uh, to, to, to be able to take care of yourself, you don't get too stressed out, you don't get run down, you want to be able to take care of others. You know, it's a tough one if you have uncertainty and love, that would be tough, because that could be a tough one if you're always searching for variety, might be a little tough. But anyway, um, need to be a little bit a better judge of character sometimes for these people. Um, need to li live a little bit more in the present than the future. Because like I said earlier, like you're not going to enjoy the moments. It's going to be, oh, like what the hell happened? Yeah. So that's really a, the goal. The goal for these people, this is what you need to, for that balance in your life, to try and slow down a little bit is form those roots. And even if it's one person at least that knows they can count on you absolutely be there, do it. Say what you're going to do. You know, these may be the people who don't do what they say that they're going to do because they're always waiting for the next best offer, better offer. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So, the you know, well, I have no idea where I'm getting. This has been one of the. Have you ever had one of those shows where it just seems like everything is against you? <laughs> This is that show for me. So thank you everybody for hanging in there and just bearing with me. Wow, you know, Lynn, you absolutely rocked it. But for tonight, for some reason, I have no idea where the hell I'm going next. So what to do? I need to focus more on the present. Apparently, that's what was what I'm going to say. Unless I'm the next adventure in the future, uh, I need to create a stable, harmonious environment for myself. I thought this was it. Apparently, not so much tonight. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. It's like I said, reading this tonight, it was like eerily scary because this was like everything that I need to. This should be my study guide for the next month. <laughs> so, you're feeling really self conscious now? No, like really. Watching no. you. Oh, okay. No, I could care less about that. <laughs> oh, okay. 
I okay. love the fact that people are watching us. That's the thing. <laughs> I would rather <laughs> I would rather a million people see me self destruct on a show than one person. <laughs> that's that's or than nobody. Careful the challenge you put out there. Careful what you wish for. <laughs> Well, you know, it goes it goes without saying. I mean, we are who we are. We don't change who we are for the show. We don't change who we are for our family. We don't change for, for people we work with. We are these two people that are sitting here in front of everybody. So Yeah, we laugh and cry together. It's fantastic. Up one at a time, apparently. <laughs> we get private messages right. while we're doing a show. Right, exactly. Anyone else keep so, losing the feed? Are you losing the feed? Yeah, you just have to refresh. Sometimes it does that for some reason. You just refresh and it pops it back up. Weird. Um, I know. Okay, so I what interferes with the goal? What interferes with the goal? If this is your top need and your goal is trying to have some, like constantly, it's you, Dave. It's you, my friend. Then. So. Weird. What you're so what you're saying is Dave constantly interferes with the goal. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> so there are an infinite number of new. <laughs> so there's an infinite number of new and exciting experiences uh, that are open to all of us, and it's difficult to choose among them, and it's even more difficult to stay to to stay with what you need to focus on in the present. Um, yeah, it's. Anytime you lose focus, obviously, it's interfering with your goal. It's interfering with your ability to, you know, create new ideas or move forward or be excited mm -hmm. or about whatever you're doing. So, yeah, it's, it's really... These people, too, will focus too much on themselves. Could be a little bit selfish just because they're trying to get that need met so bad. So, yeah. you know, it, it's focus on the goal. And where can you add the certainty just to balance things out a little bit? Again, it's not bad. Like, it's not bad, any of it. It's just to find. And, and the last thing is to get other people to help you, right? So how can other people help you? Because we are not alone. We are all in this together. And it's really just better understanding. And you can get other people to support you in this. That, that you know, you're wanting to build a little bit more stable relationships and friendships with people so ask people to help you so what can others do to help support people that have this high need are you reading messages or yeah i was reading messages <laughs> okay i'll finish it then okay. how can others support you in your goal if this is your top need you're watching this and variety and adventure is your top need ask others to help balance you a little bit they can support you by encouraging you praising you when you want to stick to a task, set a goal of what it is that's going to be a little bit routine in your life and ask someone to, to, to be there, to hold you accountable in that, that you're going to follow through. Because usually what happens is these people with this high, high need don't tend to follow through on stuff, right? So ask people to help you with that. Hold your feet to the fire. Hold you accountable that you're going to follow through on a routine task um, and it's not going to be particularly exciting so you know you're gonna you're gonna need some people there to help you out um, and people to help keep you in the present moment so if you're going to do something with a friend or something <laughs> um, you know get them and explain to them ahead of time get them to you know grab your arm and drag you back and go no 
Look at this for a minute. Isn't this great? Look at how that looks. <laughs> Listen to the water. Listen to the, like, you know, get someone to help you that way to just slow down for a minute. Because sometimes we run so automatically, we, we react rather than respond. We run through life. And life's busy and chaotic and noisy enough. So... Yeah, usually people with this priority typically benefit of with for personal trainers, for example. Why do you move your mouth when you read? <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> well, anyways, so uh, personal oh, trainers are really good at this because they can they can help keep them on task. They can make routines not feel that like is routine. perfect. That's and, perfect. And, and that's that's usually the biggest challenge that they have is being able to keep people moving along and keep them excited about what they're doing. Yeah. I hated the gym. I tried to be a gym rat for <laughs> 10 years. Oh, my God. I finally just said, you know what? I'm not. Like, I just accept it. I'm not a gym I person. I'd rather do. There's so many other more fun things you could do for exercise. Why would you go to the gym? Like what? I don't get it. I don't understand what you're saying. I love the gym. I love being able to lift weights. I love being able to. I Okay, now, cardio? Yeah, no. If I want cardio, I'll go work. That's My job is enough cardio for me. I don't need to do more than that. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I love going to the gym. I love lifting oh. weights. I love being able to, you know, push myself to that that point of where I feel like I'm absolutely going to puke if I lift another pound oh my god I know it's 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 there's there's I'm sure it's a sickness I'm sure there's some doctor out there who's studying it and at some point in the future no. they'll give us all a pill and we'll all shrivel up into little tiny teeny stick men but whatever no <laughs> you're not alone I've heard other people say that too it's that it's just that next level isn't that that just that next level Adrenaline workout? I think so. I think so. But anyways. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah it's, it's that type of people. I, yeah. You have to be self-driven too. You do 12-ounce <laughs> curls every night, right? I think there's more comment for yes, you, Yes, I'm CJ. doing a 12-ounce uh, Mountain Dew curl tonight. Uh, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe I should yeah. have done a few 12-ounce curls and I wouldn't have gotten so frazzled tonight. But anyways, I do want to thank each and every one of you for showing up tonight and checking out the show. Because without you, we don't have a show. We don't have any reason to be here. You are our reason. So thank you very much, mm. Todd and Dave and Alicia and Ashley. And let me see, who else was it? Oh, wow. There was lots of people. Joanne, she, uh, she joined us again tonight. Wow, there are so many folks. Thank you very yeah. much for, for joining us. And that took the uh, test. Stephanie. And went and took the test. And went and took the test. So thank you very much. I appreciate each and every one of you. You know, and you want to find out more, all you got to do is go to gritandgracetv.com. You can find us wherever we are on the Internet right there. <laughs> right there. One spot. Opal. <laughs> Blaine, Opal, Ellen. He's helping yeah, you. you. He's Thank you very much, Dave. Oh, my God, you are so – and don't forget to go and, and, 
<laughs> Antonella. And thank you very much. And don't forget to go check out the Hollow Nine Network. And you can catch all of the shows that and all of our partner shows everywhere at Mile High Radio. Go download that app. Gotta yeah. gotta download that app because wow, I it's it's amazing. You can catch us every Monday night on Mile High Radio, as well as all of these all of these people that we keep mentioning, the Dave's, the Drews, the Blaine's. Blaine's on the uh, on there. I just I just realized today that he's the Appalachian Appalachian whatever. Yes, you know Appalachian Appalachian Pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. absolutely. So, yeah, find out all the places we're available on our website. Just That's the hub. Go there. There's our YouTube channel. There's audio only if you don't want to look at our faces and you just want to listen to our voices. And you can catch the audios there. Um, and if you haven't taken the test that goes along with this series, we just started. If you missed last night, you can catch it and go watch it on our website. Right now, it's there. You can watch it. It's also on our Facebook page. And, but go to our website, click on the show resources tab and look for the six human needs test. Take it. It's an online <laughs> test and it'll give you your results. And this is what we're doing is running through them. So last night was certainty. Tonight was uncertainty. Now we're not going to do this again until next Monday, right? Because Fridays right. are free for all. No, we're we just going to go straight through. Yeah. Oh, we're going straight through. We're, we're going okay. to keep burning through. The, we're going to burn right through. These. Okay. We're going to do okay. seven straight episodes. And this okay. is going to be awesome. Okay. I thought we were going to. Okay. So we're not doing Friday free for all. See? Free flow for all. There's change. <laughs> free for all. Friday. Friday. <laughs> oh, this is good. I like that. Okay. So yeah. Friday. Join us Friday night. We're going to do the next one. And this is a really interesting one, and this is one that actually a lot of celebrities have as their top need, is the one that we're going to cover Friday night. So thank you all for watching, but we are out of time. And, you know, like Dave says, pooping isn't a need, but everybody does it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thanks, Dave. Thanks, everybody. This episode of Grit and Grace has been brought to you by the Ripka Media Group, produced by Saloon 7 Studios. Thank you for listening.